0: When it comes to climate change policy, the Greens and the Coalition are unlikely allies, but politics can do funny things sometimes. Yesterday, Greens Senator Sarah Hansen-Young passed a motion to force Labor to release forecasts of how big industrial emitters would use carbon credits to meet the obligations created by the government's proposed Safeguard Mechanism Bill. That bill requires 215 big emitters to reduce their emissions intensity by 4.9 per cent a year each year the greens passed the motion with the support of the coalition and the government now has until 4 pm tomorrow the clock is ticking to produce the modelling greens senator sarah hansen young joins me now on rn drive welcome to the program Thanks for having me and happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day to you. Labor wanted to keep this modelling secret for reasons of protecting cabinet in confidence discussions and also the fact that this might actually affect the market for Australian carbon credit units. Will this disclosure that you have moved to force affect the market for ACCUs? Well, of course, this entire
1: legislation and, and debate is about how the um, carbon credit market works. So um, I find it uh, it's a bit of a convenient argument for the government to just say, oh, well, we can't give the Senate this information because we're worried about the impact that it might have on the prices of, uh, of these um, existing credits. I mean, the fact is um, we are debating uh, the government's Um, key climate change uh, response. And the evidence that we've had in the public realm so far is that under this current scheme, the package that, that the government has presented, actual pollution from coal and gas goes up and the climate crisis gets worse. So if the government has... Uh, believes otherwise, if they've got evidence otherwise, um, they really need to share it because we want to actually work with the government to reduce pollution, to take climate action, to make sure we stop new coal and gas making the crisis worse.
0: If this modelling tells you that under Labor's plan, emissions will come down and the 2030 target will be hit, will you support the bill in its current form? Well, it's an important piece of the puzzle
1: and that's why we're asking for it. It's a really important piece of the puzzle. But we're going to keep talking to the government, and we are. We've been very clear about the fact that we want to work uh, collectively to reduce pollution and to make sure that we take the action needed because we are running out of time, Sarah. All of the evidence shows this. The scientific warnings are clear. Everyday Australians know, they've seen, they've experienced that we are already on the cusp of... Uh, the extreme weather events that climate the climate crisis brings on us. We've seen the bushfires, we've experienced the floods. We know uh, that we have to take urgent action. The, the whole world does, and Australia has to take a part of that. So, you know, we're willing to put our shoulder to the wheel, but, of course evidence uh, and that underpin the assumptions that the government is making, uh, that's an
0: important part of the puzzle. And I urge the minister uh, just to be upfront with us. So if they release the modelling and it shows that this will work to bring down emissions to the 43% required uh, by the end of this decade, will you support it? Well,
1: it, as I said, it's it's part of the conversation. We can't, <laughs> it's going to be, um, you know, if the, if the government doesn't want to show that their scheme will reduce pollution. I don't know um, how... Pollution from coal and gas. I don't know how they expect the Australian people to to believe them.
0: Business has backed this safeguard mechanism proposed uh, by the government, including the Business Council of Australia and Origin Energy today. Given the urgency of all this, which you're stressing, business is in, isn't it important to get some emissions reductions up and running right now?
1: Well, I sat through the Senate inquiry into this uh, package of uh, legislation that the government's put forward, and I tell you what, it, it wasn't <laughs> it says something when you've got the biggest polluters in the country, the biggest coal and gas uh, players and their lobby groups urging the Senate to vote this, uh, vote for this. And doesn't that say everything about who is benefiting under the current scheme.
0: So what happens when 4PM rolls round tomorrow if they don't hand over the modelling? Well, the Senate will have to decide. There's a number of options
1: that we have available to us. It's and The Senate is in control of our own destiny. We are not controlled by uh, the government. They don't have the numbers in, in the Senate. Our job is to review legislation, to make amendments where we can and to uh, make sure whatever passes is the best possible legislation. And um, we will decide as a Senate, uh, of course, uh, what we do. There are some you know, some of the powers that are available to us is that uh, we agree uh, that we won't deal with any legislation from the government uh, in relation to this matter or from that particular minister until we get the information. We can require the minister to come in and give explanations. Uh, there's There's a variety of different penalties that can be executed as a result of... Uh, the minister refusing to comply. But um, it'll be up to the Senate to decide that. So far, we haven't heard uh, exactly what the government will do. I urge the minister, be upfront, show us that your scheme will actually reduce pollution from coal and gas and not make the climate crisis worse.
0: International Women's Day is obviously today. You've had some negative experiences in Parliament in the past. You've made some passionate speeches, speeches calling out sexism. Looking at your time in politics, have actually have things changed for the better? Uh, it's
1: it's one of those um, questions that when you reflect upon um, the last decade, I have to be honest, and you know, yes, things have changed. Uh, I think things have gotten better, but that is not to say that uh, the job is done, I and mean, women in political life, um, whatever side of politics, uh, cop, uh, sexist, sexualised criticism in a way that our male counterparts just don't. And, of course, it's not just unique to politicians. Uh, you see it of, of women in the public eye. There is something about the, particularly in the, the online and social media uh Environment that we all operate in now, that allows these anonymous troll uh, bullies uh, to, you know, think that they can say whatever they want uh, to whoever they want, without consequence. Um, that needs to be tackled. Uh, but of course, I've, you know, I've copped some of the and and called out some of the criticism um, of my own colleague from my own colleagues that has been sexualised bullying and harassment. And I think we've got to shine a light on these things. Calling it out, naming it for what it is, and staring the bullies down is the only way through.
0: International Women's Day is a good time to reflect on how things have been handled or viewed in the past. We've seen a Senate probe today clear your former colleague Lydia Thorpe of contempt over an undisclosed relationship. Do you think Lydia Thorpe would have been treated differently in that situation if she was a man?
1: Look, I, I don't know um, about that, but what I do know is that the th- this report that was handed down by the Privileges uh, Committee that made uh, their findings based on the information that Senator Thorpe gave them was that um, they accepted that she should have uh, declared uh, the relationship as a potential conflict Uh Senator Thorpe admitted that herself that uh, that, that that was a mistake. Uh, she told uh, the committee that they accepted that. I think going forward we just all need to be um, you know really clear about ensuring that when there are conflicts uh, that that or potential conflicts that
0: these are declared. Green Senator Sarah Hansen Young, thank you for joining me. Thank you.
1: find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond
0: the headlines on the ABC Listen app.